Hey guys, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Nick. And this is Get Busy Flying, a super casual podcast about us both getting our private pilot's licenses. Is this, is that how you say it? Private pilot license. Yeah, so this is how it's going to go. Basically, after every single one of our lessons, we get together as a married couple and chat about our experiences. We hope you like the journey. Hey, hey. What's going on? <laughs> Super exciting day today. Oh, in my the, God. In the flying and studying world. My brain melted today. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a bit much. <laughs> so so let's, uh, let's recap. Yeah. Um, Yesterday well, I didn't fly. No. We, uh, we got weathered out, so we went and had beers with one of my instructors, and we filled out my student... What do you call that? There's well, an it's acronym? A, it's your student student pilot certificate. Yeah. You filed with the FAA. Well, what did you call it? IACRA. Yeah. yeah. So Nick finally filed that. I was actually supposed to go flying with them. I was so bummed because I want to... Um, I want to get more exposure to like towered airport stuff and just, I just want to be passenger more. And that's like mm-hmm. the third time that I haven't gotten to go. You're bad luck. I, I kind of am. Fucking I think you are bad for luck. sure. So we did sit and have, um, some fun, uh, some fun beers with Gabe. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. It was cool to get to connect with him on a, on a friend level. Not yeah. that we don't anyways, but it was Get to know him a little better. Yeah. So that was he's, super cool. He's 21. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that make you feel old Young as shit? Pup. Oh, man. So anyway, that was cool. And then um, and today... The reason, well, the reason we did that... Let me talk about this real quick. So the reason that we went ahead and started that process was because I'm, oh, yeah. um, I'm getting somewhere finally with the FAA. So I've gotten on the horn with the right people. With I've, your third class medical. for my Yeah, for my third class medical. So I basically called around to all the local FISDOs um, and found one in Long Beach where somebody actually would answer my call and, and said, like, yeah, I'll help you out. So I found this guy, Nate, who's, like, super on my side and is making phone calls for me and, like, getting all the ball rolling. Is he so, the one that, that Dr. Hughes, the, the guy that did our exams, he's the one that, that Dr. No. Hughes referred you to? No. So... He, doc, my doctor referred me to Ashley, who oh, is that's right. okay. like the airman certification person. She's the one that's going to basic, she's like the liaison, I would say, between the FAA and me. Okay. And um, that recommendation came from the doctor because okay. um, she can get shit done faster than if I try and go straight to Oklahoma. So, yeah, she's kind of like a middleman that can do the same thing that the, the Oklahoma people can do is my understanding of okay. it. And you're but making she, some headway here. Yeah, but she told me you need to find a FISDO that oh. will do the flight test for the soda. So I started calling. I already talked to Riverside, and they said, sorry, we don't have anybody to help you. I called San Diego. Nobody will help me. So I'm just kind of working my way out. Um, I called Long Beach. My next call was going to be probably, I think, Sacramento or something, and then potentially out of state, like Arizona or something like that. So mm-hmm. I got a hold of somebody in Long Beach and through, like, oh, I can't help you. You got to call this guy. I can't help you. You got to call this guy. I got a hold of Nate, who is, I forget his title, but he basically 
has the authority to, to like make decisions. And he said that he would help me. So, um, we originally were going to do it like via GoPro. I guess that's the way they're starting to do it where they mount GoPros inside the airplane because there's no, I don't know what the proper wording is, but there's no flight guys that want to get in the plane with COVID. So they were going to do like this, um, GoPro type thing and mount it in the plane. And then I was going to fly with my instructor, but I got a call today and he said that that's been squashed, that they can't do that. That GoPro thing is for a whole nother um, type of FAA thing. And sorry, I'm kind of being vague here because I don't really know exactly. But anyways, what he said was um, I need to find a local flight examiner or some shit. I forget. I got to look it up. But anyways, um, they can probably, there's somebody at our school that is that title and i can't remember the title but it's basically like somebody that the can, guy that does the check rides yeah that yeah, guy yeah, yeah, what's that what's his title that's that's in my the brain guy. yeah it's yeah. in my brain somewhere so anyways he's like man if i could talk to your instructor then you know maybe we could find somebody locally and when john my instructor got on the luckily dpe I was, dpe there it is came out <laughs> yeah so anyways when he nate happened to call me I was at the flight school, and John had just walked by, and I was like, oh, I'm at the flight school. Hold on a second. I was like, hey, John, come here. So anyways, my instructor was able to get on the horn with him, like, right then. And uh, he explained, Nate explained to my instructor, John, what we needed, which is a DPE. And um, basically, it sounds like I should be able to fly with the local DPE, and he can speak to the right people so i may not even before we were thinking i might have to go to fullerton or i might have to fly somewhere to meet up with these guys from long beach but now it sounds like i might be able to have the local dpe act on behalf of the faa to basically sign off that i can do this it's like a pre-check ride check ride kind of yeah and the other thing that this guy nate wanted from me was to have a video sent he had um me shoot a video of me the plane zoomed in Lindsay did it um zoomed in to my feet and showed that how my feet work on the rudders and on the brakes and that nobody's sitting next to me and he wanted that video to show to his people like hey this guy can control the rudders and brakes so that was like the first step of the video for them to approve all this shit and so, we recorded anyways, a, we're fucking moving forward finally we, re- we recorded a cinematic masterpiece yesterday you you are <laughs> you are the master of photography yeah so that's actually really cool uh, th- you hadn't told me that yet about yeah. how you might be able to do it here in SoCal. Yeah, I mean, shit, at Ooh, our airport. At we our may airport. not even have to go anywhere else. So we'll see. It's still in the works. Um, John's talking to the local DPE to find out whether he's mm-hmm. okay with doing it, which John said he's super cool and, and he should. So, Which uh, one, of the, one of the really cool things and reasons why I think we are in a hurry to hurry up and get this medical is like, you know, the first step is just doing your first solo, right? Which you would have done like ages, ago. ages ago. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, Gabe said that he was already ready to have you solo to a towered airport. Like one of the ones that you've been to a couple times, either Ramona or Palomar. So you're, you're like two steps in there. And your next step now is um, cross learning cross-country planning. Mm-hmm. And so that brings us full circle to why today was a fucking nightmare because... It wasn't a nightmare. It was it, brain, it was brain I, expanding explosions. I am still recovering from this lesson 
So. Well, we spent two hours working on flight planning, which yes. is a lot of goddamn math. You know what it is, too? It's outdated. Yeah. It's archaic. Those two things mean something similar to me. And it's frustrating knowing that, like, it's, it's, it's reminiscent of learning the dive tables as a scuba diver. Some shit that you should know because that's how the whole thing started. But now technology, the year 2021, allows for technological advances where you don't need to do fucking math on a protractor-like thing where you're drawing dots all over the place and having to... Turn the wheel and by hand, slide it. And it's like a slide rule. Yeah, like by hand, figure out how much freaking... Uh, how long Wind it's... Drift. How long it's going to take you to get to wherever. Now, I understand you could have electronics failure... For sure. So you're going to fucking pull that thing out and try to figure it out <laughs> while you're flying an airplane? I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, no. That's as dumb as saying, I'm going to do my dive tables during my scuba dive. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. And so I think I had a little bit of resistance during the lesson today because I couldn't stop thinking about how absurd it is that we're still doing this by hand. Like, how come... The, like we're not learning and being tested on the latest technology that that's all and i know it's not required i mean kind of like in uh you know in skydiving you're you're you don't jump with an audible altimeter right away but like you talk about it and you do learn how to have visual reference this is much different than that but like Oh, wouldn't it be cool if, if flight schools and the FAA, like, joined this century and taught to that instead of the paper shit? I'm curious if... It'll if, someday come. It's kind of like the VORs. Like, we, remember we watched that video where they said, well, these are VORs. This is how they work. This is... You got to learn them. But in that video, they also said that now that everybody's going to this technology, GPS, that eventually yeah. they're just going to stop maintenancing the VORs and right. they're going to become obsolete. So I think we're in that transition stage right now. But are we though? I mean, I could totally see the FAA sticking with learning how to well, flight plan by hand. Well, it might be another 10 or hand. 20 years, but Yeah, I could see that happening for a long, 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 long time. I mean, I think it is important to understand this, but uh it is kind of crazy that that I I have this I just have this feeling that I'm going to learn this and I'm going to clog my fucking brain up with it long enough to pass the tests and the check ride and all of that. Yeah, we'll never use it again. And probably unless unless it's required for later ratings. And then I'm going to have to review and remember it because I won't, you know, I want to use technology. Yeah. So Something tells me after we practice this a couple mm -hmm. times, it's not going to be that hard and it'll just be something we never use, but it'll be easy to do. Just like dive tables, right? Not just like dive tables. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't know my way around a dive table. Have you been taught dive tables? Of course. Oh, I, I wasn't. So I have no fucking well, clue. Well, I was, and it's one of those things that you do just. For I think the test. I could show you how to do a dive table. Oh, I dare and you. And I've never done them. We'll report back tomorrow if he uh, if he can teach me something <laughs> he never learned. I dare you. This so, is more complicated than dive. <laughs> of course. So anyway. Uh, as soon as we're done recording this podcast, we are both busting out our sectionals and the little spinny dealy thing that they call a computer, even though it's certainly not a computer. It's a fucking plastic dial. Have you noticed my resistance? Can you hear the resistance in my tone? The plastic dial. Yes. 
And we're going to practice um, plotting our routes for some cross-country flights and uh, wish us luck that we don't get too drunk first. Uh, and then, so I also got to fly for an hour today. Oh, that's right. Let's I talk got, about your flight. I got 1.0 hours. After the misery of what we just went through, I forgot <laughs> we even flew today. Yeah, so, I flew in the back seat, which is, uh, I guess I flew with you on your very first lesson, but this is the first time I've flown with you while you actually yeah. were the PIC. I carried, uh, three very important passengers, John, Nick, and Mia, the dog. <laughs> Mia did really good. So yeah, um, I think this is my first lesson that I legitimately uh, am con- still dwelling on because I am very disappointed in my performance. Um, I've left lessons frustrated and disappointed, but not so much the way that I felt today. Um, we flew to Hemet and... I was so prepared, man. I, I had a feeling we were flying to Hemet. I knew what the weather was doing. Uh, I Before I even started up uh, to taxi to the runway, like I had all the Hemet frequencies programmed in. I was fucking on it. I knew my flight path. It's really easy. It's like right there. It's no big deal. But like, I'm on it, man. I know the procedure. I wanted to do good. And... Uh, <laughs> I blew almost every single one of my approaches today. I couldn't believe it. I mean, <laughs> the one of the parts that I've been fairly good at, uh, I was not good today. How many go-arounds did I do over at Hemet? I think we did three. We did three fucking go-arounds today. You kept coming in high. Like, so high, so dumb. And you know that feeling when you know what to do and you know how to change things and you're just not doing it? That was me today. And I think uh, part of what made me so disappointed is I haven't had that problem in a little while. Um, I was kind of getting better at that. And, you know, I, I don't know if this has something to do with it, but like I had more weight in the plane. The density altitude was pretty fucking high today. It was hot. Uh, I have no idea. Wouldn't that make me low? I, I don't even know. But I think one of the things that disappoints me the most about blowing all these approaches was that I had this really deep desire to do my best today with you in the plane. Like, we've been going through this process for a month now. And all we've really done is talk to each other about what we're doing and you know about all these struggles I've had and um, you know, I've told you about my successes and like today I wanted to show you that I'm doing fucking good, that I get this. Um, you know, I wasn't aware of you in the back seat so much. I didn't like coming into land. I wasn't thinking like, oh my God, Nick's watching, Nick's watching. That's not it at all. I just went into this lesson like stoked that I was going to get to show you the puzzle pieces that I put together and it just made me feel so much further away from my first immediate goal, which is being trusted to do this on my own. Hey, hey, new instructor and husband, uh, like a week and a half ago, like, let's see, 14 hours. Uh, 
seven hours of flying ago, I was quote unquote cleared for solos. And now here we are and I'm doing three go arounds in the span of a half hour. Like, yeah, cool. It just made me feel shitty. I was super disappointed. Um, my actual touchdowns of the landings that I did were really good though. They were perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, just, ah, I was just fucking frustrated. Well, I was still proud of you. Yeah. Even thanks. though you did some go arounds, but my go, Hey, I executed my go arounds yeah, better. <laughs> Those were nice go arounds. Oh honey. man. I mean, just, I'm, I'm stuck on it. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to drink this one off really. But one of the funny things that actually happened today is, uh, I mean, I was already in the transition to flare for landing on one of the landings, and we noticed there's a fucking coyote. Oh, that's right. Right on the center line of the runway, right in front of us. He was facing to the right, like he had come from the left, and he was standing right on the midline, facing right, and like I was flaring and we both go there's a coyote uh shit and so like i kind of veered off to the left and just rolled right past this fucking animal on the runway you didn't even see him though did no, you? no i was in the back and the he nose is pointing yeah, up so i it. didn't see it i just heard you guys say there's a coyote i touched down and rolled right past it i which, wish i would have looked out the back window man i don't know if that is what should have happened but i mean we didn't see it until I was already pulling back <laughs> and I just kind of veered to the left a little bit and there it went right by the side window there. I mean, what the hell? I know they come out there all the time. Yeah. But, uh, you even, you guys said something on the radio and didn't somebody respond like they're out there all the time. That or was a, that was at a different airport. Uh, like somebody, somebody at a different airport, uh, responded, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I definitely have thought to myself like, what if he decided to turn around and run to the left, right? You at fucking me. pure A's ass. And what would have happened to us? You might have got a little blood some on the car- windshield. Some cartwheels. God damn it. <laughs> Ew. Oh, I don't even want to think about that. But anyway, that was that was exciting, quote unquote. Yeah. Exciting. I'm bummed I didn't get to see it. Yeah. It's hard to see shit in the back. Oh, I got some video of you landing oh. and flying and stuff. We'll oh, have to look at so it. Oh, you're so sweet. So sweet. Well, that was fun. Um, we don't get to fly tomorrow because our instructor now takes Fridays and Sundays off. So that's a, I mean, you know, he's a human and needs days off, but I'm ready to fly every day. Um, but we fly Saturday. So hopefully uh, the little... Uh, landing and judgment pattern errors are a thing of my past and I can just think through that. But, uh, anyway, still having fun. Love it. And now the real fun is going to begin because we are going to spend the next hour or so plotting a course on the sectional. Sounds like a blast. Wish us luck. (laughs) See ya.